comedy podcast today featuring Midlands newcomer of the year 2018 Doug Carter hello and Craig Dixon of Laughing Chimp Comedy Promotions hello how are you doing <laughs> oh, all right. it's got a bit it tense there for a second just on the intro it's because Doug's been interviewed last time I got interviewed isn't it it was in a police station wasn't it <laughs> just it's just a bully, isn't it? <laughs> Them days are in the past, Craig. All right. Oh, long well, in the past. What's happening? Well, cool, you tell me. Oh, mate. Well, first of all, thank you very much for coming to Stoke. That's thank you for coming to the On Comedy podcast. I've, I've stuck with that name now. On Comedy. On Comedy. What, do you feel, what, do you, what are your feelings on that? Yeah, it's all right. It's all right, isn't it? Yeah. Sounds like it's in the tin, doesn't it? Yeah. Don't need nothing else here. Yeah, exactly. You know what you get him. Yeah. On comedy. On comedy. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's what we're doing. Just comedians talking about comedy. So we're all off and running now, yeah. We're all off and running. This is it. Don't get with the program. Yeah, mate. yeah. Get on board. This is the show. Ooh, I'm mate. not going to say much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a good impression. <laughs> Cheers. Am I getting better? Right. Can you yet? do impressions of comedians, can you? I can do a few. Let's not go down that road at the minute. You've heard Doug's impressions, Ralph. No, well, I had an impression of me, you did, in yeah. the car. Yeah, that was wrong. quite yeah. good, actually. Yeah, yeah. You got I'm, the... I'm looking forward to doing you. Not doing, not, you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it'll so be good. We'll keep that under wraps. I know, what, I know where Craig's trying to take this, but we're not, I'm not letting him corrupt me. I'm not taking it anywhere, mate. I'm just, yeah. We're talking about comedy, so I'm yeah, just so thinking, you're trying to do an impression of me. Well, I'm, I'm honoured to get both of you on today. This is the first three-way I've ever had. Is it? Yep. Uh, <laughs> this is episode five. Uh, haven't released any yet, but uh, <laughs> this is, uh, yeah, it's, it's great to have you here. Who oh, have you had on for? Who's been on before? Bad. Josh Pugh. Love Josh Pugh. So Brilliant, funny. isn't he? So good. Danny Clives. Yeah. Love that name. We have had Jem Braithwaite. Did you know Jem? No. So you saw he Jem. He does the kind of surreal stuff with the big brown cape. Oh, yeah. 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 The, the, um, Really the clever guy, guy really, clever with writing yeah, stuff. really clever writing. Yeah. Oh mate, it's just how, how he speaks is yeah, very yeah, 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 yeah. I like him. Yeah, mate, he's, he's uh, Midlands comedy fraternity. You know, he won he won that the award the previous year to you. Oh, did he? Newcomer of the year, yeah, yeah. You took his crown. I was there. Yeah. I was there. Yeah, in, yeah, in Leicester. He, um, yeah, I knew I'd seen him somewhere before. Yeah, yeah, and uh, now. Doug Carter, Craig Dixon, welcome to the show. Thank you. Have we missed one out? If this is five, who was after Jim? Oh shit! How could we forget, Mr. Mr. Badger. Mr. Mackerel? Mr. Uh, Badger. Was he <laughs> as the Badger or was he as? He did it as uh, he did it as as Donald. Uh, I haven't just let the cat out of the bag. No, I? no, that's fine. This is people know him. It's not episode. like Batman, is it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like a secret persona. Yeah. Everybody knows it's out there. It's not like a secret badger superhero. A badger superhero, imagine that. That'd be brilliant. It'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Biting people and baddies and giving them TB. (laughs) (laughs) Watching them die a slow, painful death. Be great, that would. (laughs) Right, so as it's on comedy, I want to talk to you about your start in comedy. How did you find yourself? First, uh, first getting into into comedy, and why did you why did you try it? Well, I was uh, when I was young. I was I was a funny lad, but I was like funny, annoying, funny. You know, I, I hadn't like honed the skill. Yeah. I was more like making people laugh, but also annoying people to the point where they beat the shit out of me. Yeah. You know, like my peers at work and stuff. <laughs> Used to get battered quite a lot at work, but then over time, I sort of just learned how to. Um, how to be funny without getting beat up. And, yeah. And it just it just sort of went from there. Other people saying, you're a funny guy, you should maybe get into comedy. And you just brush it off at first, don't you? But then after more and more people were saying it, I thought then, at first I thought they were saying it so that I'd get up there and look a twat. Yeah. You know, so they could laugh at me, but then, but not laugh at me, laugh at me. Whereas now I, I realise that, you know, they, they were kind of right. And I yeah. was right to get into it. But that was, I'd say that was, the first person ever said it to me, I was 17. Yeah. I just didn't believe it. But then the more and more it got said, the more I thought, yeah. Yeah. And that was it. Amazing. Took the plunge, mate. 
talk yeah, about Yeah, yeah. So I remember talking to you uh, in the kebab shop. Over a kebab, yeah. Over a kebab. Yeah. And you were saying, like, you'd actually planned your comedy, like, about a year or so before you ever took to the stage. I've been writing for 10 years. Yeah, that's... Right, I did, I did a test yeah. on the internet, and then I looked into it, and it said about writing. Yeah. So I thought, before I go into it, you've got to have material ready. So yeah, I started yeah. writing material, bought a couple of dictaphones, started putting dictaphone stuff on dictaphones, yeah. and that was like, I'd say 12, 13 years ago now. Mm -hmm. Is that um, all your material? So dated? It's that dated. <laughs> it's that dated that, that no one's done it, and it's, and it's won awards. <laughs> yeah, Toys Alex thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a meme now, isn't it? That you stole off. Yeah. Don't get that for it. Yeah. Anyway, where were we? You talking so, yeah. about? Yeah, I started doing the dictaphone. Yeah, I started doing dictaphone stuff, but I'd never listened back to it. You know, no. most of the time when I was putting stuff on the dictaphone, I smashed out my head on the computer playing poker. Yeah. And I'd just pick it up and put stuff on there thinking it was gold. Yeah. And, I, and then I thought, I'm never listening back to that because it's going to be terrible. But then when I did listen back to it about 10 years later, I noticed that some of it was actually quite good. Yeah. And that's in my first 10 set. So that's some great. of that material in my first 10 set is from a dictaphone tape from, I think it was 2008. Awesome. Yeah, which is pretty mad. So it shows that my material isn't dated because it's still working. Mate, comedy, comedy can go across the ages, can't it? Is that what I mean? Yeah, well, no one can do what I've the real done, stories, done on them. Cause it, yeah, it's true stories. Real stories. Yeah. I do a lot of true stories, yeah. That's great. And um, so tell me about your first gig. Right. Now, this is the thing. I started January uh, the 18th, 2018. That's what yeah. a class has. But... I had had two previous gigs. Yeah. Like, I think um, three, four, I can't even remember when it was, four or five years ago, something like that. I'd said, I'd been writing for ages. <coughs> Excuse me. And I was, I was a scrap man at the time. And I, and I thought, you know what, I'm doing all this writing and I've, I've never actually done anything about it. So I said to one of my pals, Nels, big up Nels, Bull, and I said to him, I said, look, I'm ready to do a gig. He was a like um, a music gigger, you know, yeah, yeah. in bands and stuff. So I says, you know how to get gigs. I knew nothing. Mm. I says, if you get me a gig, I'll do a gig. He says, you want me to get you a gig? I says, yeah, get me a gig. So he got <laughs> me a gig. Right, right. And uh, it turns out it was at a jazz club yeah. in, um, <laughs> in Sutton Coalfield. And it was like all jazz musicians and stuff, open mic nights. They'd only put me on to um, because he'd said it was my first gig. Yeah. When I got there, I did a I did a story about um, something, and they oh, I can't say what it was. Yeah. But I did this story. It was a little bit ruthless, and they all looked at me stone faced. I forgot my material. I had no mic control. I kept pulling the mic away, and like no one was laughing at mm. all. And I thought, you're shit. I walked off stage. Some bloke came up to me off stage, and he went, "Was that your first gig?" I said, "Yeah." He went, "Whatever." I said, "Yeah." And he went, that was really good. I said, you sure you just watched me, mate? I was fucking shit. And he went, <laughs> wrong place for your material. I went, really? He says, yeah, because you need to go to a comedy club open mic night. Um, he gave me his number. I put it in my jeans pocket. Yeah. But then I washed my jeans. Ah, fuck. And I lost it. But, but I'd also lost it in my head. Because yeah. it went so bad, I walked away then for two, three years. Yeah. But then a, a pal of mine... I'm going to waffle a bit now, is that yeah, right? Mate, this is what it's for. Then a pal of mine, um, a few years later, I thought that was the end of the dream. I thought I'd wasted all that time writing shit down. But then a guy turned around to me, a pal of mine who's an actor, he went, because you want to try doing internet stuff. He says, uh, I says, well, how does that work? He says, do rants, look at other people's. If they, if anything floats your boat, try and do what, what they do. Mm -hmm. So I looked at a few people ranting, and I noticed, I thought, I could do that, but probably inject a bit of humour yeah. into it. Who, who were your, your rant guys that you liked? Online. I just watched random ones, all different ones. I can't even pinpoint yeah. one that I watched. There was one lad, Robbie's Rants. Yeah. I watched him. He was a lad from down by Portsmouth. Um, there was a couple of political ranters. and Just anyone that I come across, I yeah. just tapped in rant on the internet and whatever came up, I watched them. Some were serious, some were slightly funny, and I just thought, I can do... Yeah. Not being cocky, but I thought, oh, I could, my, I could do that, but a bit better. Did you ever come across a guy in a Honda Civic Type R and he was always like talking about 
how is Honda Civics better than a Golf GTI? No. Do you not see that one? No, I wouldn't. Oh, that was I. I followed that guy for a while. I don't know why he was just, just hilarious. Is he funny? It's funny. Yeah, yeah. Fact I can't remember, mate. It was ages ago. I just remember. I don't even remember the name. I just remember no. seeing like. Well, if ever you come across him again, let me know. I will do. And yeah, I'll yeah. Have a look into him. So I started watching these guys, and and then I thought, right, I'll have a go at it. I put it out. I thought, do I put it on my page or do I make a page? And my pal says, Roy, on your page on Facebook, mm. you won't get people. I says, Mark, I do stupid videos anyway. He went, yeah, but on your page, people won't send you requests, friend requests, because there's a lot of people are scared of rejection. Yeah. He says, so if you open a page up, like a comedy page, yeah. it's a like button rather than a friend request. Yeah. So it's less, it, it's less personal, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know the the rejection thing. So. I thought, right, I'll open up a page, I called it Random Waffle Bollocks. Yeah. And I thought, if nobody likes it, I can just delete it and walk away. But yeah. people seem to jump on it and like it. Nice. So I did that for a year or two. And then I thought, I'm going to give it another go yeah. on the stand up. I thought, if people like that, then I'll get into stand up. And they did like it. So yeah. I took the plunge 2017. And that's when I found the Roadhouse. Ball, ball. And, uh, it all went from there, really. Did a yeah. year of research at the Roadhouse, did one gig that went okay-ish. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what happened then? Oh, just um, annoyed someone, but we got over it in the end. We made friends, you know, did an impersonation. But it's not like used to impressions of comedians, no, is it? No, no, no. no. I've, got a, I've got a few impressions, but I'm holding them back at the minute, Craig. Right. Do you Dave Francis? I can't do Dave Francis. You do Dave one. Francis really it's well. It's more like I do his tick and his and his nerd and that doesn't work on the radio because you can't see it. You div. It's a really good impression you just did there. Yeah, cheers. You're being filmed, Doug. Look, we're going live. Oh right. That's all that camera is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shouts out to Dave Francis. Bo bo. Um, yeah. So in that year that you were studying at the Roadhouse, yeah, researching, yeah. Any standout acts or names that you remember seeing from before that you were Aaron Twitchin. Aaron Twitchin. Yeah, Love Aaron he, Twitchin. he picked me up, right? Well, well, while I was watching, there was one guy at first that I watched that I seen him with Mike control because I kept pulling the mic away from my mouth. Yeah. I watched this one guy keep it on his chin. That was the <laughs> first tip that I picked up when I was there. He kept it on his chin. Yeah. Then I watched Aaron Twitchin get up and... Um, no, well, in fact, we'll go. We'll step back a bit first. Yeah, yeah. First thing I seen was because I'd failed so bad on that first attempt and the ran away. Yeah. yeah, I watched a guy get up. I can't remember who he was, but he was fucking shit, right? right? And I thought that was like me on that night. No one laughed anything. Yeah. And he walked away. Two weeks later, he came back, same material, tweaked, yeah. and he got laughs. And oh, I thought, okay. ah, that's yeah. where I went wrong. Yeah, that's so. I picked up that tip there. Then the next person I seen was Aaron Twitchin, and he come on, and he did a bit, and he had his book there, and he said this bit, and he said something about an auntie or something, and he got laughs in it, and he went, oh, I thought that was going to get a bigger laugh there and this here, and he basically, and he wrote down maybe if I switch that bit there to there, and he dissected it on stage, mm. and I thought, ah. That's what you do. So I picked yeah. up a tip there of how to, you know, you're not going up there with polished stuff. You're going up there to practice. Doesn't matter if you fail. I yeah. picked all that up just from his little bit. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And I thought, ah, that's what you do there. But my, my, the standout act for me at the Roadhouse was Andy McBurney. Right. I watched him do his first outing of um, the Elephant Man with a quick save bag on his head, <laughs> and I was in awe to the yeah. point where, honestly, mate, my jaw was hurting. I was I had I was wiping tears away. It was it was just something else. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And it and it and it all this was work in progress. And yeah, I learned a lot at the Roadhouse. It's sadly very missed. good. Yeah, I, it closed down before I got a chance to go there. Wicked place. I'm yeah. saying, literally just missed it by a month. We started about the same time, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So I missed it by a couple of months. Oh man. And Craig, don't want to leave you out. Don't leave me yeah, out, leave Phil. Mate, tell me, tell me about your first gig. My first gig, I was one of those uh, off a course kind of guys. So my first gig was, was really? no, 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 no. I did one before that. Okay. So I did one with a guy called Theo in uh, Bromsgrove. Right. Okay. It's a good gig. So my first gig was Theo Theobald. Theo Theobald. Yeah, yeah. A gig with him the other day. He's nice guy, isn't he? Yeah, he is. Nice Lovely, guy. really, really I liked nice his guy. Classes. Lovely guy. Really, really good at helping you edit your set as well. Really yeah. good if you ever want advice on right and really good. Nah, guy. I'm a natural. Which, 
which course did you enjoy more, James Cook's or Theo's? I think Theo's, cause, but more for the fact that I was new to comedy, so it was right. exciting. I think James is about six six months after. Yeah. So it was kind of more, that was more about getting a polished set. Yeah, yeah. Where Theo's was the kind of into the deep, the unknown. Look, you're on, fucking, you're on video. <laughs> he did this the other day. So he's mimicking me, right? He sat on stage in front of me. I was doing my set and he was mafing my punchline back to me before <laughs> I'd done my set. Well, you said to me, I'm going to do your set before you go on one day. So I'm going to do well, it. Fuck you, I'm going to have you before. Well, I'm going to do it, but I'm going to wait until it's like really inappropriate time it to do it. It won't matter because I'll just roll with the punches. No, I'm going to do it when, you know, when you're like on like a good headline slot or something and yeah. you like, you proper, you know, you get really nervous. Doug gets really nervous. <laughs> before, like proper nervous, like you have panic attacks and everything. <laughs> so you know when you have one of them and you're on a proper down and you're like, oh, I'm fucking struggle. Oh, like when you message me out the blue saying, this ain't your audience, mate. <laughs> Like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah cheers. Every gig, he's like, This ain't your audience, mate. <laughs> I, love twat, that, mate. I, I love twat. that, mate. I love that, that's brilliant, yeah. so, But so. I'm already panicking. I'm not. <laughs> and look at that, he'll go outside, like, to try and get some like fresh air and to <laughs> calm himself down. So I'll follow him out. <laughs> or message Doug, me, Doug, Doug, not your audience this time, mate. Probably, yeah. probably gonna die just as long as you know before you go on stage, it's not gonna go well Pre-empting for you. It. Oh, fuck do you know what I mean? I'm just trying to be a good friend. That's funny, mate. Just building you up. So yeah, so back to me anyway, Doug. Yeah, carry on. Back to my bit. <laughs> no, so um, your, your bit was driving me. Yeah. <laughs> I am literally Doug's driver. I know he's a fantastic have you seen, have you seen chauffeur. That? You, you drive you, though. Yeah, to he drives to my to my house <laughs> to get a lift. He'll drive like oh, a gig's fuck. an hour away yeah. from his house. He'll drive forty minutes to mine to go an hour and forty minutes the other direction again. It's because I like your company, Craig. It's not, it and is your good. fuel. <laughs> I used to get free fuel from work. That's why oh, I used to do it. Right. I don't anymore. Shit, yeah. You still don't have me petrol, man. <laughs> I do. You fucking don't. I'm like, do you want some petrol? Knowing I'm skinned. And he's like, no, dog. Do you want some petrol money while he's holding it in his fucking class for his hand? Just <laughs> as he can. <laughs> uh, oh, that's nice. Yeah. yeah, but no. So my my first gig was uh, on one of the courses. So it's a hundred odd plus, and it was a nice little nice little ego boost for your first one. Watching it back now, it was bloody terrible. Right. But on the night, it felt good. I always remember, this was funny, the uh, the James Cook comedy course, shouts to James Cook. Boom, um, boom. Prop, prop. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was the showcase, and Craig was on last. Uh, because well, headlining. He was like, yeah, he was headlining. Well, closing. Doubling up then, I mean. He was doubling up <laughs> on like everybody's first time like showcase Craig had a door. So the bush, oh yeah, no, that was right, yeah. Because you've done that, and then I seen you that first night at the bush. No, no, so that was no, 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 that was that was after this. The night I did the double up was that gig we did in Ulster. You know the really bad one. Oh, the one where everyone had a bad one, but I done all right. Good kids were like amazing, mate. I done all right there as well. That's because good kids set it up for you. Fucking hate you. <laughs> you know what I'm true. No, no, the, yeah, that really bad gig. Right? So we did a gig in a pub. Yeah. So we were, we we were at that stage. You know when you try and just put gigs on everywhere, you just want a gig. Yeah, yeah. So we just did one. It was in a pub on a Sunday night. With a load of arseholes. It was just full of arseholes. Just <laughs> everyone at the bar just talking. Um, Louisa Val was MC and bless her, she she was trying. Uh, nothing could go through with it. No, it was them two women that were sitting next to the door that thought that they owned the fucking world. Yeah. You know, they were sitting there and they were going, she's telling us to be quiet, but this is our pub. So, yeah, but it's your pub that no fucker's going to come into and do anything in because you think you own the place, you pair of daft bins. That's I pretty mean, much it. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. But yeah, Am I allowed it? to call twats daft bins? I mean, we are. We are. I'm not being sexist. I like women, but these were bints of the daftest form. Well, yeah. When, when was the last time you heard bint? When was the last time you heard bint? I ain't heard bint for ages. Let's move on. I don't think it's a word anymore. It is a word. Like batch. Don't even go down that road. Fucking batches. What's a, what's a batch? Exactly. <sighs> I mean, the listeners of On Comedy want to know about, this about batches. Bit, go on Facebook. Someone posts about it every week, so, you know, I'm not going down the hack route, mate. Yeah, talking about batches. Let's talk. How can we get a country to decide on Brexit when we can't even decide what to call a fucking bread roll? But that's how it is all around the world. People call things different things, don't they? Yeah, some people call you funny. I call you a prick. (laughs) (laughs) Jealousy gets you everywhere. Well, it gets me everywhere because you give me little. I know, yeah. (laughs) Sometimes they'll come to my house for dinner before a gig. 
Yeah. <laughs> so I <laughs> fucking stitched me up, didn't he? he made and these for heaters. <laughs> <laughs> spiced them all up for me because he knew I didn't like spices. Yeah. Yeah, I blasted it with apart. blasted it with hot sauce and loads of chili in it. You <laughs> still at it though because he's polite and a fat bastard. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> he's Show him that award that you've won on that flyer, Craig. You won an award? No, no. Yeah. Someone just. I'm on a gig. Yeah. And someone just put literally just now just put a poster up. Craig Dixon. Yeah. Midland newcomer of the year. Yeah. Yeah. It's not you my award. You have won the most recent award though, haven't you? You got Slimmer of the Week a little while ago, didn't you? I think I Slimmer of the Week. Oh, well done, mate. Smashing well it, mate. Smashing well it in the comedy world. <laughs> <laughs> mate, look. A gig's a gig. If it's in front of like seven old women yeah. that are trying to lose a pound a week, it's yeah. a gig, isn't it, Charlie? Yeah. Oh, smashing it. <laughs> um, so, what was it about having done your first gig? What were your feelings after it? Um, um, death, destruction, um, slippery wrists, uh, yeah. run away, hide away, think that I've wasted the last 10 years of writing. Yeah. Um, never felt so down in my life. It was fantastic. I loved it. Yeah, it was brilliant. <laughs> um, probably one of the best times of my life, if I'm honest. I the, fucking the, hated it, mate. On a serious note, though, Doug, you, you are one of like, the, the comedians I gig with that does really worry about your performance, don't you? Like you like before that, so you do generally get worked up, don't you? Like you yeah, proper because like, I fucking want it so much. I'm I not going to lie. So I can imagine, I didn't know you back then, but I can imagine you coming off stage and it being almost like the end of the world. It fucking was. I'm not uh, lying. I mean, a lot of people say, oh, oh, I'm only doing this for a hobby and this, that and the other, but I don't give a fuck, right? I'll tell you the truth. I fucking want this more than I've wanted anything in the world, apart from my kids and my missus, obviously. I want comedy more. No, I'm only joking. <laughs> you know, like, I, I'm not lying. This is like... I've never been fucking good at anything. I've failed at everything I've ever done. I've fucking turned up to my maths exam and the teacher said, what are you doing here? So I went shoplifting instead. You know, I did... You know, I, I, I was a failure <laughs> in fucking life. And, and But this is something that I've really found a passion for, and I'm not going to lie. I yeah. fucking want it. I do. What? You want what? I want exactly. to be a fucking comedian. You Plain are. and simple. Yeah, I am, but I'm not. I, you know, I look at I look at the greats that are out there. When I say greats, I'm not talking like Richard Pryor's and stuff like that. Right. Right? That's that's not in my eyesight. It's right? like what, a different level. Yeah, what I'm talking about for me. <laughs> to be yeah, as good as well. well. You know, the, the way I look at it, you get people turn around going, oh, I can't wait to see you on telly. And I think that's fucking disrespectful to all the acts. But they don't understand how it works, right? A normal yeah. muggle off the street doesn't understand that there's a handful of comedians on the telly, but yeah. there's thousands and thousands on the circuit. So for you to yeah. think you're bigger than them, it, it, it's a bit of fucking degrading. So for me, if I can get to a point where I'm opening, middling, closing, yeah. regularly on a weekend in front of anything from fucking five people with their dogs up yeah. to 50, 100, 200... That to me has made it. I'm happy then. That's what yeah. that's what I want to get. Anything higher than that, if it comes, it comes. But that's not where I'm aiming. I'm looking at these guys. You Scott Bennett, your fucking, your Josh Pews and yeah. and your Gary Poundlands and you know I'm watching these do what they're doing and I'm thinking that's where I want to be. Yeah. Why 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 can't I be? You know. But it, it takes time. I don't think people take you seriously in your first year. Anyone can do well in their first year. Yeah. In your second year, a lot will drop off. But if you can still create material in your first to second year and you're still around in your third year, that's when I think you'll start to be took seriously. So mm. at the minute, I'm in chances stage. Right. Second stage. Second year is where you're applying for gigs that are above you. You may get the odd one. Mm. You may not. But as far as I'm concerned, once I'm in my third year and people are still saying, he's good, he's also got new material, he, like uh, your first 10 in your first year, you're going to be using that for a while because yeah. people in different clubs are not going to have seen you. But once you hit your third year, I want to know that I've got a 20 in my third year that is totally different to my 20 in the first year. Yeah. And then I know, you know what, I've progressed because I'm still here after the second year. Now I'm fucking seasoned. Take me fucking seriously. That's how I'm looking at it anyway. But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see We'll see how it goes. It's an adventure in it, Doug, at the minute. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not on a race to the end. I'm yeah. on an adventure to the finish. That's great. What do you think about people who say it takes 10 years to get good? I think you can't put a date on, on how long it takes I to get good. Some historically, people... if you speak to... Well, he's dead now. I can't really speak to him. But <laughs> there seem to be... Yeah, there seem to be... 
some sort of like historic comedy wisdom that was like passed, right. passed down. I know it's different, different no, times. Un- I think it's still there now, isn't it? Yeah, 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 unspoken kind of rules general. of how it works, right? Yeah. There is that, right, yeah. where, where like it takes this long to get to here, it takes this long to get to there. But sometimes some people come into the game that are fucking faster than others. Yeah. Take, for instance, I'm not talking about myself here, even though I have moved quite quick, and that's yeah. not me being cocky. For me to look into it, I watched a guy called David Bird. Have you heard of him? Blind guy? Fuck me. He's walked in, watched him do his second, third, maybe fourth gig. I'll correct you, Dave. Hmm? I'll correct his name's Dave Eagle. Dave Eagle. Ah. It's still a bird, isn't it? I got Dave Eagle. I yeah, got sorry. Tom Short and Tom Little mixed up last time. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> Mate, Dave Eagle. He's fantastic. As soon as I watched him, my jaw hit the floor, and I thought you're going to move fast. Yeah. yeah. So this is the thing. There is a unwritten rule of how long it takes you to get somewhere, and I understand that that's how it works with yeah. the hierarchy. But if someone moves quicker than others, give them the fucking chance. Yeah. Dave Eagle was the knackers when I first seen him. And another thing, there was another a girl with this keyboard on her. And the stuff that she did, I hadn't seen before. And I just yeah. thought, wow, you're special. Wouldn't surprise me if she starts getting paid work, bump like that. Yeah. Mary so Flanagan. it is what it is. Yeah. Mary Flanagan. Is that a name? Yeah, Mary Flanagan, She's yeah. quality. There you go. Mary Flanagan, ball. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's, that makes total sense. That's totally fair. That's my view on it anyway. Yeah. But yeah, but give me gigs, bastards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In my, I've just adjusted my mindset to live without expectations if you know what I mean just, yeah, do, just but, do the but there's, still, not, there's no right or wrong I'm just saying like there's just do your stuff yeah don't expect it to come but if it comes it comes but yeah. also have in your mind that there is a sort of like there's a there's a way that it, of that the progression works. Like you start doing your five, your five turns into a ten. Yeah. Your ten gets practiced until you're in the right place, and someone offers you a middle ten on a semi-pro slash pro bill. So you do yeah. the middle ten, you do a few of them, you hone it in there, and then someone offers you an open, which is a twenty. Mm-hmm. You do well there, then you get clubs that you say, "Can I come and practice on your open mic nights?" This twenty, then you yeah. get that twenty perfect, and then you take that onto the open middle. Or close out and then you just but this is all take it's progression yeah. everything takes time and it takes years i think what where i've got the bonus the the, the thing that's helped me is the internet stuff yeah. i already Let's learned talk. about crafting you know and, and making material work and and how to put it out there through doing the internet stuff like definitely i want to talk about that but i just want to say that's great intelligence In i want way. to say just all that knowledge because i didn't know any of that like so through what structure. I've watched and you know yeah, like, I didn't know any of that like uh, that's that's how it works well you know I don't I mean? know if that's how it works that's just what I've seen and how I've through yeah. speaking to people and seeing how they do things where they are in the game how long have you been doing this I've been doing it four years ah, he's a yeah. semi-pro he's been going for four years so how long and you know I've just picked it yeah. up and I've, I've soaked it in like a new kid at school like yeah. soaking it in this is this is what I mean Phil this yeah. is this is the most anal thing I've been into, apart from like when I'm watching it when the miss is in bed, this is yeah. the most anal thing I've ever, the most anal I've ever been in anything. Do you know yeah. what I mean? True, I get stuck in the car with him a lot yeah. as his chauffeur. Mm-hmm. And that Doug's probably one of the most intelligent people in comedy. Fuck no, no, you, no, you are thick as fuck, but when it comes to like, <laughs> like comedy and how much he, he analyses his own, his own set. Yeah. And then, which he works through his own material because like he knows people. he knows where he's got to get to on the next stage and constantly doing it. I set yeah. myself targets and I've hit every target that you know, like. And I think that's it. I think it's good, isn't it? It's, it's obviously paying off because you do. Well, it started with the internet. That's what you yeah. wanted to talk about, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, I definitely wanted to get into. So, what um, people unfamiliar with uh, with Doug Carter um, might like to know that you. Uh, well, I'm not sure what the last count is, but you had like when I first met you a year or so ago, you had thirty three thousand Facebook followers. Well, it hasn't really moved much from no. there. It's gone up to thirty five. Right. But that's because I've sort of dropped off putting videos out there. But that is would uh, you say that's that's a- about organic. about average for an open mic comedian? No. <laughs> what online? I've got seven. <laughs> Well, well, no, that's, that's look, ranters, ranters, and, and and people like that. See, there's another thing there, right? With yeah. with the internet stuff, right? That thirty five thousand people. Yeah. The whole point in me starting that page was to see if people liked what I did. Yeah. 
Yeah. And if they did, then I'd go into stand-up. So what I did was, when I first opened that page, I thought, right, I'm going to set myself a target here. Uh, I'm doing it organically because 35,000 followers, if yeah. you, I could stick a naught on that, right? Yeah. And I'll tell you why in a minute, right? Yeah. But I haven't. This is where organic comes in. Yeah. I didn't want to have fake followers. Yeah. Right. You know, say you say someone puts a video out, yeah. and one of your friends shares it, and you like that video. Yeah. How often do you see in your notifications that 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 page has asked you to follow their page? I don't. I, I'm not sure. Well, most people do. You meant to say yeah, loads of times, Doug. But loads of times, Doug. Loads Thank of times. You. Right. Yeah. Well, if you if your friend likes a page or shares a page, and you like that video that you've seen, that play page can send you. Uh, a notification to like their page. I didn't want to do that. I wanted yeah. it to be your choice. You watch that video. You like that video. Yeah. I'm going to follow this guy. So that's where the organic thing came in. Real people. Set, yeah, yeah, real people. So I set myself a target. In the first year, if I hit 5,000 followers, um, I'm on target for then going into stand-up. Mm. People must like me if they followed me. I hit 20,000 in the first year. I had a video that nearly hit a million views in the first year. And it, it just, you know, it, it blew my head. Yeah. And I thought, right, that's what's going to push me into it now. So that's when I went and found the Roadhouse. Um, I remembered what that guy had said, whose phone number had washed away in my pocket. Yeah. And I just put on the internet, like, open mic clubs. I couldn't find any. Uh, I think I wrote the Roadhouse kept... Um, no, the, nothing had come up properly for open mic nights. So I thought, right, what did I do? I went to... Um, yeah, in fact, I'm lying. The Roadhouse came up. That was the only one that came yeah, up yeah. out of all of them. So I went and found that place. I went there and I started watching there. But then when I drifted off from there, like near the end of the year, I drifted off from there. I bumped into Andy McBurney again. I went to watch him at the Criterion in Leicester. And he told me about the Hollybush. Mm. And that's when the journey really, really began. And that's yeah. when I found the, the home. The home of comedy. Yeah, yeah, well... It, it kind just, of is, though, isn't it, really? Well, like, for the middle of... I, I think you can go anywhere in the country and they know the Hollybush. Yeah. yeah. I've gigged in Hull and people are like, oh, you're from Birmingham, have you done the Hollybush? Yeah. Yeah, I've done that pub with the purple curtain and the <laughs> fucking lunatic landlord. And the smashed fucking pisser. <laughs> it's mad, it's mad. But it's the most brilliant, craziest place in the world, isn't it? You walk in and you're like, what the fucking hell? But then when it all gets going, it just... I don't know, it just works. What's your favourite thing about the Hollybush? Um, Dave. Do you know what mine is? Go on. The sign for the women's toilets. <laughs> when he put that on that big women's loose. I don't it doesn't say women's loose. It says girls' bugs. Yeah, I don't use the blokes now. I'll go in there. They're nice. Have you seen them, though? They're nice. Shit. They've got soap in the girls. I know, I know. Yeah. There's not a, there's Turn the taps off. <laughs> He's great, isn't he? Yeah, I like the fires there. Oh yeah. So what about when you're halfway through your set and that pissed up bloke snapping wood? That's not <laughs> what I'm talking about. Two new guys were there, right? This um, I, I can't remember his first name now, but his second name's Lovell, black lad. He's funny. He's just come out. He is funny as hell. Wait until you see him. Yeah. He's quality. Laughs at himself. Everything. But there was him, <laughs> and there was this other lad, and I was talking to him sat at the back. And he's chatting to me, and then all of a sudden, this lad's just gone boom, smacked this wood. He's jumped up, he thought he was kicking off yeah. behind him, and he's like, But then there's just this guy snapping wood behind him, like, Yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, so, what does the day in the life of Doug Carter and Craig Dixon look like? So you, you, both have, you want to go first? You go first, Craig. My day just starts off by phoning Doug. My, <laughs> what are you wearing? Yeah, Doug. What are you thinking about? Hey, well, you're doing it comedy now, Doug. That's all I say to him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're doing all right, Doug, but you're not as good as good kids. That's all I have to say. Bastards beat me at an award. Did they? What, what award was it? Um, Bush. Um, best. What was it? Not best but, newcomer. It was best, best debut. Debut best performance debut. or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not bitter, that's yeah. all. But they fucking to smashed listen, it. To lose out to someone, to a best, what was it? Best debut performance. Best debut performance to yeah. someone that's been going six years in my first year. I'll take that. It's not too bad. I'm not bitter at all, cunts. I know what you mean. No, I actually love them, cunts. I feel the same way. Sometimes it's it's nice. Like I got uh, I did this competition yesterday. <coughs> cunts. And, um, Stop using that bad word, Douglas. The, uh, no, you... you and I'm just bragging now maybe I, I need to get this off my chest Go on. but I didn't get through I uh, there were three people who go through to the next 
round. Which awards was this? This was like it wasn't an award. It was like that you know, like ten grand competition. Oh, the one oh, Simon Lomax yeah. won. Yeah. yeah, he won it last yeah, yeah. year. So I went down to Cardiff. So a six-hour round trip yesterday uh, for it. Do ten minutes, and uh, I had two people message me saying they thought I was a banker for it. Thought I was going to get in, and in fact, one of the guys was the guy that got through. And he said, I don't know how I got in, and you didn't. And that was from one of the guys that got through. Well, which you know, is nice to, for you to it's hear, nice, isn't it? It's nice, nice to hear, innit? Well, look on the bright side. At least you got in the competition. I've applied for that many lately. I've yeah. won some awards, yeah? I'm not blowing my own trumpet, but yeah. I'm blowing my own fucking trumpet, yeah? I've yeah. won some awards, and yet I've aimed for quite a few competitions, and they've all fucking jumped me off. Oh, mate. None of them were interested. Manford's, not interested. No, I didn't uh, get Manford's. The, did you get the rejection email? It was a nice rejection email. No, I didn't email. even get a rejection email. Did you, know? did you get a rejection email from Manford's? Me. I got a nice rejection email from Manford's. Do you know Manford's? what I mean? I don't know whether uh, it's because I, I feel so bad now. I thought Wait, I didn't uh, get that. That, that, that Santatori guy from uh, Gladiators sent him a video. Not interested. Mm. Loads of them ain't interested. I've won awards, bitches. Oh mate, I don't feel so bad now. That's all right. Thank you. Just so maybe you should stop I'm trying to get. I'm not bitter. Stop trying to get gigs on the back of your awards. Just like, well, won, what, what do you win awards right. for? You think yeah, I've won an not, award. People will want me now, but not necessarily. Like a lot. It's, it's no, comedy is subjective, and it mate. Yeah, it is subjective. Yeah. Do you not think the whole notion of competition in comedy makes it weird? I hate no, it because I it's, loathe it. I hate, no, I hate it. Well, there's competitions in everything, aren't there? Let's be honest. You have got football yeah. competitions. Every it's not a case of wanting to be the best, but it's uh, like gongs. A lot of people don't like gongs. Shows, right? Yeah. Whereas I use a gong show to see um, 30 if quid. each each. <laughs> yeah, that's the bonus. They earn thirty quid's a bonus, but it's that some of them I've gone into. Like when I've got my solid five, I've gone in thinking, right, this is good enough to win it. Yeah. And it do, has. Do you a think gongs? Like... Let me finish it, cunt. All right. I'm... The second thing is, I've gone into some of them knowing I'm not going to win, but. I just want to fuck you, Craig. I just want to. I'm just waiting for the shot. I just want to get through. <laughs> if this five works, it's a new five. If yeah. this five works, then it's all right. If I if I beat the gong, then maybe that's something to put into my into my set, which is what I've been doing. I've been using gongs as as a trial for new fives. That makes it's sense. Worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not always about winning. It's just wanting to beat that gong. I, I think the thing is, I, I I do gongs. I don't like gongs, especially recently. You've been consistent. No, I am consistent. I keep Wait. getting gonged off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So I like I like gongs for the fact that it's an audience. So yeah. you don't get many open mics where you can get fifty or sixty people good, in. Yeah. I'll give my, 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 um, spiky, spiky mic. Spiky mic. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Spiky mic. We'll give. I'll give you a big up as well, mate. Your gongs are quality. It's only because you want progression. Right? No, he's already given me progression one, and I've got it coming up soon. Where yeah. that? I can't remember Wigan somewhere like that. I don't know. I'm so you've got Stone progression. You've got to drive everything. like two, <laughs> two, three hour drive. Yeah, for nothing, but it's still nice. progression. Hey, hey, no, no, but it's still progression. It's yeah. a spot on. I think there's semi pros and pros on it. So, do you know what? I'm doing what the, what they want you to do. Sitting it, you got to break your teeth, haven't you? Yeah. Look at me tomorrow. Where am I tomorrow? I'm somewhere in Wales. Can't remember where. Somewhere in Wales, it's going to cost me 70-odd quid to get down there and back. I'm probably going to be knackered the next day at work, yeah. playing hide-and-seat with the gaffers, but it doesn't matter. It's it's getting my eye, it's getting me seen down that way, and maybe I'll get more gigs. It's a crazy hobby, isn't it? Yeah, yeah and I'll be looking... Well, so but nice. hobbies all cost you a lot of money, don't they? You've got yeah. yeah, but like, I used to like play rugby. I knew on a Saturday I was going to get 80 minutes of rugby. Yeah. I'd pay me fiver... And I'd travel like half an hour for an away game at most. Mm. With comedy, I go to get fucking two and a half minutes before I get gonged off, and I drive to Hull. Right. But yeah. that's but yeah, that's part of it. We all we all and you know don't get the gay baths either. There's no baths in comedy. That's what's upset me. Yeah. You were saying this, you know? What's that? They still do. No, so, so they're not allowed to build them. Right. But some of the <laughs> some of the old clubs still have them. Yeah. So that's yeah. So it's good when you go to one though. A team bath's always nice, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's the only thing I remember about rugby. I haven't played since I was like eight. Oh, <laughs> I played as a kid. And no, Were you having team baths at eight? Yeah. With your PE teacher? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sunday, down at the rugby club. Oh, yeah. Like proper muddy, like like a black bath. Nice. Yeah. Well, you know. I got growled at in a scrum and it put me off. 
you know, kids scared us. There was kids from school and a, a different school, and there were all the Jock Estate lads, which is a rougher state up the road from us. Rougher. And, uh, rougher estate, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they were all like proper growling at us, and it scared me because I was young and timid. That's one the of the time. first things you're taught when you become a rugby player is the growl. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we hadn't been taught that. We was quiet, just going, <laughs> and they were proper growling, no, and it is. scared the shit and out it. of me. So. It's weird, doesn't it? It's weird. Yeah. You have to, like, give your missus a kiss goodnight at four o'clock in the afternoon. You kiss your missus? <laughs> I kiss your missus. Give <laughs> <laughs> your missus a kiss goodnight at four o'clock in the afternoon it's to weird, drive. Yeah. To get back in at one, two o'clock in the morning to wake up at seven o'clock for work. Yeah, seven. What time do you get up? Fucking six o'clock. Yeah. 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 Sometimes I only get, like, two, three hours sleep because I'm too busy sitting there tossing and turning, struggling to sleep after I've smashed that gig and... Sitting there thinking, wow, let's watch that video again because it was so good. Do you, do you watch your videos on the same night? If they're good, yeah. <laughs> do you if, watch if your I, videos? If I do one and it's terrible, I, I like to dissect them as soon as I get home. Because sometimes yeah. when, when I'm on stage, I don't see, you know, sometimes you don't hear the laughter as much. Yeah. And you think you haven't done as well. So I try, yeah. I try and watch it as soon as I get back. So if I'm thinking in my head, oh, that wasn't that good, someone says, no, that was all right, then I'll watch it back just to see, ah, I missed that laugh. Yeah, oh, so they were laughing at that bit. Oh, that fell a bit flat there, and yeah, and so yeah, I'll, I'll dissect it on the night before I go to bed. Yeah, definitely. What what I tend to do is I'll record, do the voice recorder on my phone, and then on the drive home I'll listen to that back. Yeah, um, that makes more sense. Especially if it's it? like new material. Mostly, actually, now if it's just new material, I'll listen to that because a lot of the time there'll be like a joke that did like way better than I expected, or. Uh, you know. See, for me, I think you're missing a trick there yeah. by not videoing it. I mean, well, it's different yeah. for you because you've got. You're quite like. Um, how do Energetic. you put it? Yeah, yeah. It's a very, you, a very you, fluid. You do you're move like, on stage quite a lot as well, don't you? So, you, for you, listening right. is exactly the same as videoing it. It wouldn't make any difference because yeah. you're quite static aren't you? yeah, yeah. on stage. Whereas me, I have to watch it back to see. What was it? We were talking on the way up here where someone said um, that the art of making a joke is it's not people. Some people think that you just make a joke and that's it. And it's mm. not like that. You, it's it's a cleverly crafted part of material where yeah. you, you get the idea, you write the idea down. You mm. go from writing the idea down to saying the idea, from saying the idea to doing it on stage. You watch it back after doing it on stage and you pick it apart and, and, and like you tweak this bit, tweak that bit. And it might take you six months to a year until you get that perfected so there's a lot more than just that's funny ha ha wow. you actually craft it into what it is at the end that's not me saying it I read it some clever we said James Cook was on about that didn't he yeah, we yeah. did the bit of James Cook's where he took the, the joke that took him nearly was it, he said it was a well, year so it's, to, it's what? never finished yeah it's never finished he's so still constantly writing the course joke. that said that yeah. it's part, part of James's course James's mate. course said that but Hearing you say it then. What, oh, natural. I was going to oh, <laughs> say you're a bad motherfucker, Doug Carter. That was... Uh, yeah, but that was something I read really... afterwards, and, and it was like, ah, that's what I yeah. do. So it's like, it, it was kind of like me seeing that I'm doing what they're saying you to do, but without of doing like the course and stuff, innit? And it's yeah, like... Yeah. Oh, Doug, you just saved yourself 150 quid, mate. I have, yeah. yeah. Can you remember when we first, not first met, but when I first met James as well? What, uh, that that, <laughs> that Coventry night, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, nice to meet you, James." And you went, "And you met him before?" I says, "No." And you went, "What? Didn't you do his course?" And I went, "No, I'm just, just natural, motherfucker." Yeah, there we go. I just assume everyone has done a course. Done the course, yeah. You didn't uh, start a comedy from a course, though, did you? No, you, no, you I've did going, a... I've been going like six, no, four, four yeah. months, and uh, my missus got it me for Christmas as a way, of as a, as a gift, um, and then I was like, I honestly. I tried to cancel it because I didn't want... I felt like it was going all right anyway. Yeah. And I thought, I'll just cancel it. But then my missus, like, went out of a way to make sure she booked off work every single Monday night for the to following call. six weeks so I could go and she could look after the oh, wicked. kid. Oh, wicked. So I would... And I was like, oh, I've got no reason not to go. Yeah. And I met Craig. We had, you know, we had a good time. That would have been a reason not to go. Ah. <laughs> After the first week. Uh, look, 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 look. You need to earn some money. Go back to work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, there's this guy with a squeaky voice that's doing my fucking editing. <laughs> Is it squeaky? Do you know what I mean? I'm, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You sound like a fucking helium balloon, mate. That's what you what, sound like. What, you mean someone that swallowed a helium yeah, balloon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's all right. I like it. 
Like, do you think like, you don't have to mention it? No, but like, you know, like, you know, like people always like you open with something. Like, about yeah. you. what are you going to open with your squeaky voice? Yeah. You do that every time. No, but anyway. I'm thinking, should I, should I reference it? If you want to, is it that big a thing? I've yeah. never noticed it. You will now. Do I just think it's like a ooh squeaky? Yeah, weird, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Makes you you. Why are you looking at me with evil in your eyes? No Craig? evil in my eyes, Doug. Just love, mate. <laughs> Pure love for you, Doug. Wow. That kind of leads on nicely to my next question. What Have is... your balls dropped? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm wearing skinny this jeans, mate. Uh, I know. He can get into skinny jeans. Skinny no, jeans mate. that are like... Confident mate, swimming world do you know what I mean? They're, they're intentional skinny jeans as well. Really they're not nice, just jeans mate. that look skinny. Excellent. Good for you, man. Yeah. Like tight baggy jeans. Because really we were junkies, now you're actually <laughs> yeah. in skinny jeans. How much How much have you, uh, you done at Slimming World now? Two stone, six pound. Nice. I did do two pound ten, but then I started eating kebabs on the way in from gigs again. Oh, shit, <laughs> it gets you. It gets you. That's fucking horrible. I've put all the weight on our lost and a bit and more. And some more. I think you found wow. my weight, haven't you? I have. I want your clothes. <laughs> I want your old clothes. Mate, I, I dress too mature for you. I dress too mature for you. If I bought a shirt that you'd have bought if, if you'd have got there first. We're Matalan through and through. Matalan and F and F, that's me now. Fucking fucked. Yeah, yeah. That's not my joke, that was uh, I hit um, I hit my I hit forty and I had my um what do they call it? When you midlife crisis, so yeah. I went out and bought a guitar. That's well past the middle of your life, mate. No, I thought <laughs> it. especially yeah, the fucking yeah, way you yeah, eat it. Don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm planning on living longer. I did say I'd be dead by the time for you. I did it at hard, but like when I hit my midlife crisis, I did buy a guitar and thought I'll learn this shit. And now it's a great coat hanger. Yeah, and that's it. Just sits there, yeah. gathering dust. Yeah, I, I, I met Slash from Guns N' Roses a few weeks ago. Jammy bastard. And uh, toyed with the idea of buying a guitar after that. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Oh no, I've bought one. I have bought yeah. one, but it's what kind? An acoustic one? Yeah, an, acu- an acoustic. Yeah, yeah. but the, the the strings are shit on it. So my mate says change the strings, and uh, but I'm too busy. I'm too busy at the minute to do it. I, I am gonna. Take... You were gonna be a ventriloquist as well, weren't you? No, yeah. No, I've bought <laughs> the... listen, right? We we love. We'll have hundreds of ideas, and out of them hundreds of ideas, only some of them Stop might work. Stop spending money on stuff, though. Well, it was fucking five quid. How much was your ventriloquist, though? That was five quid. Oh, that was it? The guitar was 60, but... <laughs> I'm enjoying this. This is fun. It's just, like, natural, isn't it? Yeah. I haven't abused you enough, though. Just do it. Get on, man. I ain't scared. We're back. I just interrupted that. Mid-flow. Back in the room. Back, back in the, in the room. room. Uh, that was great, Craig. You were just telling us about working in a call centre. Yeah, yeah, about my squeaky voice that Doug's just been on about. I used to work in a call centre, and because like guys used to answer the phone, and I'd be like, "Do you want a kitchen?" Yeah. And they'd be like, "No, thank you, love," yeah. or "Not today, beautiful." I thought they obviously hadn't seen. Don't see me. Imagine like, like this voice might be a bit squeaky, but how fucking ugly would it be? Do you know what I mean? If you're picturing a girl on the phone, close your eyes. Oh, I that, know what you look like with that voice. Is that, oh, that Mister Doug Carter? You are one minging woman. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I, get away with it. Like I changed my name to Joe, so I'd phone up because then like, it didn't matter. Then did it? And, I didn't yet want to... and yet you throw me evils when I say you got a squeaky voice, and yet you change your name to a woman's name. No, no, a, a, a generic name. Didn't I it's just like generic? Oh, all right, a woman's. It could have been a lady or so a man, I generally when think, people were saying love to you on the phone. Yeah, yeah, because um, cause being a good salesman, I didn't want to embarrass them. If, you know, if, <laughs> salesperson, <laughs> say, say a list, being a good sale list, yeah, yeah. I didn't want to uh, offend them, cause especially if I was going to take the sale further, because I wanted to earn my commission. Yeah. I didn't want them to be embarrassed when they finally met me. Now, that would be funny, isn't it? Could you They'd imagine? Like, you love all imagine the way if through, I got a book turned up and they were like, where's Joe? Oh me, here. Here I am. So yeah, so I had to do that. But I, I don't know if it's. I don't think it's. I don't think it's girly enough to be girly, but it's yeah, squeaky it enough to not be a man in it. <laughs> yeah. So I think I was ahead of my time. You know, you you know you can't assume people's gender. I was doing that in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, that's great, mate. Progressive. Yeah, progressive. Right. Do you know what I mean? I was neutral. All right, boys. Gonna come at you with a question right now. Yeah. Who? Both of you. Who won? Doug, I'd like you to answer first. Go on. What's the best comedy advice you've ever received? I'm sure you've got some 
some gems. Because you're already affected <coughs> the knowledge. I've been very impressed. Have you? Yeah, with just like the amount. You're just so much smarter than I am. Piss off. No, mate, for real. Like, You've I, been to uni and shit. I went to uni twice. I don't know this about <laughs> comedy. I went to Nico. Um, Ficko Nico, they called it. I, mate, I, you put in you put in the the work though to learn the stuff. I I don't feel as though like I'm doing the same work that you're doing. I just write jokes and say jokes, go home, and I love doing that. Yeah. But I'm not putting in the graft to like the networking side. I've just avoided just because. I don't know. I don't, it was never, it never felt like me. If you know what I mean. But, but, but to progress, you've got to do that, haven't you? Really. Yeah. I mean, you can't go to a gig, just do your gig, and walk away thinking, "Oh yeah, somebody might say that." Somebody will book me. me. Yeah. You walk in. I don't and, think that though. I don't. I don't actually think. Well, I go. Like, this is what I do, right? Yeah. This is this is how I, I, I work it. I go. What 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 was the first question? So the best comedy advice you've ever received. It's just to 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 be you. Not, yeah. To not to not deviate from you. Um, there's a guy, right? Before he made it big, he was doing like things on the internet. Guz Khan, right? Oh yeah. Big up Guz Khan, ball. He, um Yeah. He he was a teacher in a school in Coventry, and um, I used to just watch his videos, and I ended up just like I thought, you know, what, I'm gonna I'm gonna push it a bit further, and I just messaged him and I said, love what you do. Um, I'm thinking of getting into stand up comedy. What advice would you give me? Mm. And he gave me, um, he sort of said the same thing as when I met I met Craig Campbell mm. at um, Glastonbury. I spent a whole year just watching at Glastonbury one year mm. in, in the comedy tent. And I, both of them gave me the same advice. And it was, pick which avenue you want to go down and go down that. Find out who you want to be in comedy. Mm. So that's what I did. I thought, do I want to deviate? Do I want to be like this? Or do I want to do that? Should I, should I cut out my swearing? Because I, I got told like it could alienate certain th people, mm. certain rooms and stuff, and I thought, you know what? No, fuck it. I'm, I, I'm going in with what I think, me basically. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to be someone else. I just want to. I want to be me. The the main yeah. So that that I'd say that's it really. That's great. Be yourself. Yeah, be yourself. Find out what you want to do and just just go for it. Don't deviate from it. Is that even the right word for it? Yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah and just. Yeah, just just go for it. Love it, Mr. Dixon. Best bit of comedy advice? Yes. So uh, mine come from doing middles and, and open spots and stuff and being on on bills with, you know, like pro acts or, yeah. or acts that are, are good. I was speaking to a guy called Frizz Frizzle. Have you come oh, across yeah. him? Yeah, the, the song ruiner. Mm. It's really good, really good act. Really solid mm. act. I was speaking to him about it. I was like, slip in the fucking mic. <laughs> you're a knobhead you are. In the mic. I have to listen to all your bullshit. <laughs> fucking Come on, I'm listening oh, to you. I'm a good guy. That was uncanny. Yeah. Impression, mate. That was yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so, so I said to, I was speaking to him just about it, and he he said, get, approach every gig, like yeah. every person in that room is paid to see you. Yeah. And and not be not be intimidated by the other people in the green room. Not that it's an intimidating room, but do you know what I mean. Not not get yeah. let that get into your head. You know, you've got your material. You're going to do your own performance. Yeah. And just be the best you can be. It is hard to not be intimidated when you're on the bill with someone that's yeah. fucking knackers, though, isn't it? But yeah. if you can get yourself in that mind frame, it's brilliant. I think that's it, isn't it? And to, to name drop, like Doug, I, I emailed a few comedians when I uh, set out. Who, I, Craig? Who? Craig emailed, Tell. I emailed Frankie Boyle. Oh, yeah. Because I thought that's the, the route I wanted to go down. Yeah. His little bit of advice was when doing when doing your material, don't, you know, look, look at your pacing. That was his advice. You know, he'd notice from, from open spots and... And what open mic, you pace in. He says, you know, a lot of people go too fast. Oh, I thought you meant like walking. That's what no, I no. So yeah, yeah. so your materials are pacing, pacing it. And he says again, some people will go too slow because they're trying to get, you know, make a five minutes of material last ten minutes. Yeah. But but you pace in your main thing, and once you're in your momentum, keep your momentum going. That was that's where cool. he come from. So he emailed uh, you back. He emailed me back. Yeah. What well, a cool guy. I know. Yeah. Shout yeah. out Frankie Boyle. There I we know go. He's a. An avid listener, yeah. The on comedy podcast. I think he is. I think he is. Released, but I'm sure that's that's very nice of him. Yeah, I went to see cool uh, not everyone's favourite comedian, Jim Davidson. Yeah, comedian, ish. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, he's, he's good at what he does, isn't he? I went to see him. I got free tickets. Went to see him and asked him for some advice. Yeah. His advice was don't fucking bother. Out <laughs> 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 uh, nice. of both lots of advice, I think his was the best now looking back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, great. So, uh, <laughs> I, heard, I heard Jim Davidson like, lost all his money and then made it all back. Yeah. Recently. Yeah, apparently so. I'm not I'm not sure to Nobody the extent has to of give like... it to his ex wife. Ex wife, isn't it? Yeah. 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 That's horrible. But yeah. I think he's enjoying it though, isn't he? I don't know much about him. I saw him there was like this business networking thing years yeah. ago I was he was he was emceeing it. I was gonna yeah. go but I didn't. Um I was gonna go, but didn't. <laughs> I was gonna go but didn't. Um Right, just while we're on the subject, I mean that was the best. But any any other just like good words that you you live by? Maybe there's like a mantra, you know, a personal affirmation statement that you uh, you live by. Just words, you, your code of honor. I don't know where that question came. I don't from, know. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think for me that in, in comedy or life in general, just, just what, whatever. Yeah. Just for free, was, well, to be honest, I, I I had a fear of doing it, and I think the main thing I live by now is is knowing that you, that you, you know, it's what you want to do. You know, yeah. that that's it. If it if you have an enjoyment in it and you, and you're enjoying it, then 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 chase it. And I didn't think I was good enough to do it, but it turns out I am. You know, and that's mm. through other people saying it. So when you hear it off other people, yeah. it's like just don't, be... don't peek, though. Do you know what I mean? Huh? Just don't peek. Don't peak. Don't peak in your second year. I mate. always think I'm fucking peaked. I'm all, I'm waiting for it to go over the hill and just I, start I think, fucking I think you are down. To be fair, mate, I thought you peaked sort of summer 2018. Yeah. I thought that I'd... was vintage, Doug. <laughs> summer 2018. <laughs> what when I just started? Like, <laughs> yeah. I had my good shit, and you're thinking, oh, I can't get any higher. You know when you tell people <laughs> about I being an ice cream man. Joint. <laughs> <laughs> Drugs and comedy don't mix. Oh, they fucking do. I was expecting green rooms to be full of sessions. Was you expecting that? What's that? Like when you go into comedy, like green rooms will be a little bit like better than they are. Yeah. Like I thought, anyway, like you were saying the same we thought that people were going to be a little bit like us, as in, you know, hairy and fat. No, but you know, like, walking, everyone's in their own corner or hiding yeah, in the Yeah, like the kind of guys that you hold court in a pub, the people that can hold yeah. a conversation, you know, the funny guy in the pub who people like to listen to, yeah. that, that kind of people, everyone having stories, and, but you go into a green room now and it's like these people drinking fucking char lattes. Or water uh, that they brought with them. Yeah, their own bottle of water buried in a book, and you're like, yeah, well, I thought it's going to be a little bit more rock and roll. Now I like it because I don't actually like speaking to people. I fucking hate it. So I like going into a green room and not talking to anyone. I like talking to the comedians that are really awkward to talk to. Triple A club, Doug. Triple A. What's that? Anxiety. Autism. Yeah. <laughs> Antidepressants. Yeah. I've Maybe got, I've got anxiety. Well. I've got anxiety. Yeah, I have same, panic attacks. Same-sies. But before, in fact, my first my first gig at the Roadhouse. Yeah. Um. Oh, when I found the Roadhouse. Yeah. Uh, found it in the January, uh, and my plan was find it, get in there. Within two weeks of watching, I'll get up there and I'll do my first nice. five. Within two weeks of watching, I thought, fuck me, man, you've got a lot further to go before you're ready to do your first five. So yeah. I left it until I think it was April that I did my my first set there. But when I booked in, I think January, February, March, I booked in to do it in April. Mm-hmm. And the minute I booked in, next morning, morning I woke up and I was having panic attacks because I knew what was coming. I was, mm-hmm. I, I was over-analyzing and I fucking flapped in. Ended up having to get some tablets to sort that out. But then now, whenever I have something big or some like running my own gigs and different bits and bobs like that, yeah. The panic attacks come in and like, I feel like my heart's ripping out of my chest. Oh. So. Hey, that fucking that first gig before we uh, we did in Bedworth. Yeah. You fucking two weeks before you fucking <laughs> in the doctors, fucking <laughs> in the car, couldn't breathe. What before Doug and friends? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, did you not see me? I was standing at the side. I know. It yeah. was funny as fuck, like. <laughs> yeah, well, funny that my heart was nearly fucking popping I out of my chest. Realize, it was great. I didn't realise it was that bad. I know you were stressed on the night, but I thought that's because there was like a lot. No, two weeks you know, before, mate, I was fucking... Oh, shit, I didn't realise. Nearly died. Really? <laughs> well, I didn't nearly die, but... Doug, you know, did you nearly was... die once? It's the whole story about when you nearly died? No. Tell him, Doug, about no. fucking the day we come back from Edinburgh. Oh, <laughs> It was only Red Bull. Uh, yeah, Red... No, Monster and Coffee all the way back from Edinburgh. <laughs> Seven cans. And then, oh, when, and then when I got back, cans. I'm sitting in the front What, the, big, the biggies? The big yeah. ones, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
might have been enhanced with something else, but it was definitely <laughs> the several cans that done it. <laughs> and I, uh, yeah, I ended up having to phone an ambulance. And the, the thing was, right, <laughs> my missus, my missus oh, was at a festival. What, you, so you pulled over. No, I, I, I dropped everyone off. Got yeah. back. It was like a six odd hour drive back. Yeah. I had to drop obviously in Whitchurch and Redditch and everywhere yeah. else. Dropped everyone off. And then I've got home and it's like twelve o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and I've I've like, I've done done I did something, something I had something that I probably shouldn't have. Mm. And like I was in the house on kebab. my own. Yeah, a kebab, we'll call it a kebab, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the next thing you know, my heart starts beating out my chest and I'm thinking I'm gonna die. So but what the problem was was my missus was at a festival. She mm. won't come back till four o'clock that afternoon. Mm -hmm. So it's like four o'clock in the morning. So I phoned the ambulance and I thought I'll leave the front door open so one of my neighbours can find me dead before my missus because I thought that would freak her out a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, but luckily I didn't die. Uh, took me to the hospital. Um, I chilled out. The monster wore off. And, um, did you go to the hospital? Did you actually go to the hospital? Yeah, I ended what up did with they, all the things do? on my chest and everything. My missus was like, fuck off, now you never. When she come back? And I went, I did. And I took my top off and I still had a couple of the little like, heart monitor things <laughs> on my chest. And that. Fucking but hell. It was a hard drive and that monster was bloody strong. So, yeah. <laughs> and coffees. I'd had a lot of mockers as well. Yeah. So it's definitely the mockers and the monster. Nothing else. Definitely yeah. that. That sounds intense, mate. So, want to finish? <laughs> want to finish off with uh, the last question uh, for both of you? I know you, you know you're a man with a plan, and uh, you know what you want, and you yeah. know how to get it. Well, I don't. Do I? Work, working towards it, definitely. I like I like that. But what's uh, what's the future look like, Ducard? What would you like to do? Make money comedy. and get laid, motherfuckers. No, comedy. I just, I, I, I think I'd like, you know, I like Scott Bennett's mantra, right? right. If, if I had to pick out of anything, I'd say that, like, you know, I heard, I don't know if this is true, but yeah. I heard that he can sit at home and it's a job where he sits and writes. I don't know if I've got this 100% mm -hmm. right, but watching how, what, what he does, I'd love to get to the stage where, where I could, you know, at the minute, I'm working in the day. Mm -hmm. I'm doing comedy at night. I'm doing all right at it. But what if I had 24 hours, no dis no distractions? Do you think you'd enjoy it? And I could, yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd, like, like if it would become a job, though, you know what I mean? Like waking yeah. up at 8 o'clock. Uh, yeah, And yeah. you go sit in your, in your, your room, your shed, whatever you, wherever you got. Yeah. And you, you, you sit there. Normal life, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've because got to roll it until 5 o'clock. Yeah, but it wouldn't be just that. I think I'd, 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 I'd find places to go to try and bust inspiration. I don't, I don't know, do you know, because I haven't done it, so you don't know unless you do it. The, the, the bonus I've got is with, with the job that I do, I know that I can go on an agency. It's different. Yeah, it's not yeah. like your warehouse agency, construction agency. You actually get paid more than you do if going you're on, through on the books. On the books yeah. yeah. So I know that if if it comes to a point and I thought, right, I'm getting regular paid work now, I'm going to give up work not because I think, oh, I'm too good for work, because I want to try and see if I can put more hours into it. That's the, that. I think that's the dream, mate, to be able to put my life and soul into it and it become a career. That's yeah. what I'd like. But I think. You're talking three, five, seven years. Seven months, yeah. You've been in your fifties then, <laughs> Months? Yeah. You've been in your fifties? Yeah, but so what? So fucking what? I weren't ready before. I'm ready now. You know, I've yeah. got life experiences and that's what's coming out. And I, I, want, and I want to be able to create something from scratch. And at the yeah. minute what I'm bringing is stories that have happened in my life. I'd like to see if I can create something as well. So that's, uh, I'd that's like it to be a job. That's a, that's a beautiful sentiment. I like that. I feel the same way. Yeah. Just yeah, have all day to put your life and soul into yeah, yeah. writing stuff, putting yeah. it out, making people laugh. It's uh, it's really the best. Good luck on that, Mr. Dixon. How, uh, how how do you see your future in comedy? Just getting along, mate. Just getting along. Uh, do you know what I want? I want to be able to tell my grandkids that I gigged with Doug Carter. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then that'll some way justify how good I was at comedy. You know, and Doug's on the <laughs> telly. I keep saying this to Eric, you know how it rushes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I keep telling him to hurry up and get famous. So then when I when I'm at like work or something and everyone sees Eric on telly because he's fucking good, I, I gig with Eric. Like that makes me better then, doesn't it? 
and people think I was good at comedy. I used to take Doug to gigs, you know, and not charge him fuel. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly that, that's Brilliant. my ambition in life. You're getting there, Craig. I'm getting there. I want to be known as the best driver in comedy. Uh, to me, Craig, you are. Do you know what I mean? If, that, if I can do anything, it's get people to gigs. You are. That's why I keep no, telling I think, you you're good. <laughs> just to make <laughs> yeah. no, Don't give up, Craig. I think like most, I want to... I want to uh, yeah, I want, I want to be able to, to make a living from it, I guess, yeah. at some point. But it's not... It's, that's not... Gonna happen. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, I, I, I kind of... Um, yeah, I don't think I'm chasing it as hard as. Others. Don't you forget? Don't forget, Roy. The first time I ever seen you was your second ever gig, weren't it? And what did I say to you when I seen you up there? I says I don't ever want to follow you because you because you were quality. But no, you always does. I think you have him. a few too many bad points where you're thinking, oh, I'm not good enough for this. But you fucking are. It's not, it's not being good enough, is it? It's, like, it's, it's that I I kind of go to gigs now, and and my life changed a little bit having a baby, where I think every gig has to matter. Yeah. Do you know what I mean if I don't have a good gig? It's like I've yeah. wasted fuel. I've wasted a night where I oh, could have been in with yeah. a baby. I've, I've, I'm doing this gig instead of doing one that I was gonna do, because I can't go out five nights a week. I can only go out three nights a week, uh, and it's all that. And that your life kind of changes a bit. So, and I kind of think that puts the pressure on when you're gigging then, to make that gig almost perfect. So when you see me, I come off stage, I'm like, oh shit. You're like, no, no, you got some laughs. You still learn from every gig. You still yeah. learn. Yeah, even, even, even your bad ones, like. Yeah, you still learn something from it. You, like, I, I think I've learned. I, they say you learn more. Well, they say. Who the fuck are they? Do you know what I mean? Is there a collective of people called they? No, but they say that it, you learn more from a bad gig than you do a good one. Because good ones, if you smash every gig and you just flow, mm. you, you you're not learning as much as a bad gig where you've learned to fight through the silence, like where you know you're going to get that big laugh there and yeah. it don't come, and you're like. Do, do you blip block there or do you just carry on and just go through it and think mm. it's not me it's you that's worked before that makes you better that's that's how I look at it anyway yeah mm. yeah. I like that mate on that note I'm just going to bring this podcast to a close I want to thank you oh, Doug Carter don't. random waffle bollocks thank you Craig Dixon where Brilliant yeah driver thank you thank you, thank <laughs> yeah, you for... um, just on that can we um, just want to plug your, your links let people know where they can find out about you upcoming dates etc right I'll, I'll post on uh, my normal page uh, my name's Douglas Carter if I don't know you don't ask me to be a friend on Facebook but feel free to follow me and that's not me being big headed I just want to keep my few spaces on my friends list spare for uh, promoters and comedians so what's saying free to come and follow me no not people that I want to keep spaces for people that follow me I want people to come and follow me. Follow me, but, but if they don't really me. know you, then do you know what I mean? It's like. Is that like looking me through the come, glass? Come and follow me on random waffle bollocks as well. Um, I don't like. Um, it's organically grown. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. You've knocked me off now. Yeah. What about you, Craig? I'll just follow me, Craig Dixon Comedian, on Facebook. That's, that's it, really. And I'll, I'll tell you where I'm taking Doug to his next gig. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Thank I really you. enjoyed this. Cheers. Right. All right. Lovely. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> that was fantastic. I really enjoyed that. Oh, well, thanks, guys. I hope that was all right. Mate, that was great. That was brilliant stuff. Well, we did an hour and a quarter. Fucking hell. You should get that down to an hour once you cook, Craig. No. Yeah.